so you know so you know what i you know what i just uh just realized from scrolling through well just scrolling what's that broski cigarette companies are killing their best companies i mean killing their best customers while condom while condom while condom companies are killing their future customers yeah, I saw that meme a while ago. That makes what the? I, I'm like, <laughs> that should be that 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 should be like that shouldn't have hit me the way it did. <laughs> but it does, right? It's just right out the gate. Wow. Yeah, because it's just like you don't really think about it. It's like, wow, they're really preventing and causing the end of their fan base. <laughs> Yet, uh, but but yet, I'd rather look. Look, I'd rather spend mo- I'd rather spend money on the condoms and the cigarettes. You feel me? Well, yeah, because one's cheaper than the other. <laughs> and think about it. After that moment of good, passionate lovemaking, what are you going to do next? Light a cigarette. <laughs> so they kind of nah, correlate. I, I I like a bowl of cereal. I really, you know, yeah, a bowl of cereal. You like a bowl of cereal after sex? Since I quit smoking, yeah, yeah, I don't, <laughs> the, I don't, I don't smoke, so I'd rather, I, so I, you know what, I probably either get a bowl of cereal. All right, I'm intrigued. He wants cereal. Is it Lucky Charms, Fruit Loop, <laughs> Captain Crunch? It's gonna be Oopsaw Berries. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> well, you Is know what? Since, no, no, no. Given the season, it's probably gonna end up being a uh, Christmas Crunch. Uh, okay, because okay. my, my next question was gonna be oops all berries. Is that what you ha- is 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 that what happens? Hmm. Oh my god. <laughs> that of tearing your roof of your mouth up, it just gently slides down your throat. <laughs> oh, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> what is going on, people? This is Elder Tenchi. <laughs> Welcome to a new episode of On the Brain. Oh man! Oh my God! <laughs> it's Friday. It's Friday. It's Friday as we're recording this. I had to start it off in a goofy way with a couple oh. hooks and rant. Big ups to my boys over here. We got steady. Are you yo, ready? yo, yo. <laughs> and we got Mr. Rick from Shut Up Rick. Yo, yo, yep. yo, yo. Listen. Oh, he's going to steal mine at the same time. He can't do my same drop intro. <laughs> listen, listen. We got we got Mr. Who They Want over here. And we hey, got DJ Khaled, the podcast. And we got one of the Rickiest Ricks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that you ever would have. In we got your one of the Rickiest house. Ricks. Um, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta send this to our homeboy. I gotta send this to our homeboy, Retro Rick. When we're done, I gotta, I gotta send this to Retro Rick because, um, because Retro, you know, because Retro Rick, he's, uh, he's been wanting to uh, collaborate again, and we haven't, you know, and and it was cool because I, I had just, I had just talked to him. He got a, you know, he's got a new, he's got a new job, you know, within the, uh, you know, within the, I think it's within the, it's within the pop culture space. So that's all I know. You know what I'm saying? Right. And yeah, he's like, man, we got we got to collab again. I'm like, no, that de- no, definitely, we just gotta hang like, out. With you. Haven't done anything. Well, I haven't done anything with them in over two years, given everything. Yeah, exactly. Going on. Like I, um, we, you know, you know, me and him have been had talked off and on since, but we hadn't, but we hadn't, uh, like collaborated on anything, um, since that, uh, that retrospective on 1994 that we did 
on his channel. Right. Okay. Shout out to Retro Rick. I uh, love to meet you. You know, big. Yeah, up oh no, you fans. will. You will. And then, uh, and and just for laughs, I'm gonna, for just for laughs, I'm gonna put on my 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 Rick Sanchez cosplay, and we're gonna and we're gonna. <laughs> Hey, I'm gonna see if I can put on Rick from Rick and Morty, maybe. You know? Exactly. I'm. A, I'm. A, I got. I got the cosplay costume. I got a. I got. I got. Um. What you call? It? I got the lab coat. I got the wig. Mm-hmm. I got the got gun. So, uh, you gotta get some face paint to have the drool on the side of your mouth or the vomit, whatever it's supposed to be. Right. Hey, yo, yeah, Rick. Whatever, I gave you a shout out on our podcast later earlier this week. I was like, shout out to the homie Rick, but then I was like, pickle Rick. You know what? <laughs> I don't know. It just comes with the territory. It, you know, at this point, I'm like, even though I gave a reaction there, most of the time I'm unfazed by it because it's like people are just, it's so a part of the zeitgeist now. Where it's like, yeah. oh, <laughs> you guys yeah. are so unoriginal. <laughs> right? Well, thank you for making it bland now. Now, continue, yeah. continue Tenchi. <laughs> so we got two reviews tonight, but before we get to that, we got we got two reviews tonight. Um, that is the Weird Al story and Blockbuster the series. Two words. Two... The biggest ironic series of all time. Right? <laughs> yeah. Because um, I was not like, like when I remember when that was announced, I was not expecting it. Because I, because I had already seen, I had already seen the documentary on the last Blockbuster in history. Right. Right. And, it was it was cool. It was you know it was a little, little sad, but it was cool. Yeah, you know? isn't it an Airbnb now? It, it's yeah, still, it's, it's still of, an active, but it's still an active blockbuster too. But it's like the last one in like Portland, Oregon, which is like damn near Canada. <laughs> and mm-hmm. It's just low. It's like you know, I for the nicheness of it all. Also, and I've always wanted to go to Portland. Like I'd like to go there, but it's also like, gonna be like very sad. Like you go in there, like oh, this is all this trash. Oh. Um, Let me uh, get this copy of Cool World, I guess. <laughs> cool. <laughs> a few years ago, a few years ago, I had seen that um, that uh, the Angry Video Game Nerd and his and his crew um, over at Cinemassacre, they went to the last existing blockbuster. They rented a movie. They watched the movie outside. Right. They they watch the they watch the movie outside on a, on a, um, on a laptop with a disk drive still on it. Right. And the and um, then they they just wanted to feel the nostalgia of watching a movie together and then um, and then putting it in the um, in the um, in the bin. Wow. Yeah. Right. I think the mo- I think the movie that they that they rented, I don't I, I want to say it was might have been it might have been Terminator. Um, it might have it, it might have been Terminator or or something else, but it was a but um it wasn't like it wasn't like early Terminator though, you know. Okay. Sure. I I could be completely wrong. I I I could be completely wrong because I hadn't seen that video in a while. But um after we get off of this, I'm gonna share I'm gonna I'm gonna share that that video with y'all. It's hilarious and nostalgic. Gotcha. But um so before we get to that, we got a few trailers to talk about actually. Yeah, we got a few trailers to talk about. So Pixar just dropped a trailer. They they just dropped their trailer for their uh, for their new movie Elementals. Yeah, 
what what it, it well they dropped that teaser what do you what do y'all think of that i i i it looks it looks nice it told us enough yeah. without telling us anything exactly. it's gonna be interesting because you know oh she's water and he's fire what's gonna happen it's gonna get steamy that's what's gonna happen yeah but, yeah you know i i resorted to making that joke i really did but it's gonna get like, it's gonna get pg steamy like not yeah. like it's gonna be it's gonna be literal steam when they touch exactly that's gonna be that's gonna it's, be gonna, it's gonna be it's gonna be like when finn was dating flame princess then, yeah right you know, it's gonna definitely be that mixture but the but the animation of course looks mwah, you know well, yeah because of course out. they barely miss except for uh exactly no <laughs> oh wow um one Pixar movie I was not the biggest fan of, but it was still, you know, but it was still, you know, it was still okay. But I feel like, yeah, I feel like it could have been left. And that would be Toy Story 4. I like Toy Story 4. But, right. but, and I, and I love how, um, and I love how they, uh, they gave us this, the, what happened to Bo story. But, yeah, she got her redemption. So yeah. Yeah, she got her, she got her redemption arc. She really, she she really got her redemption arc, and um, they did a short that they put on Disney Plus to show you exactly what happened to her, right? In between that time period, okay. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Look, look it up on Disney Plus. It's 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 I'm better. Uh, yeah, what, what's we're done right here? there. It's, it's, a, a, about yeah, it's a pretty good like, companion I'm piece. On, I'm always on top of shit like that. How did that get by me? I think we talked about it, but this was uh, about almost three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I'm I'm agree with you on that, Tinchi, just because of you know, it was just like they didn't have really much to do with these beloved characters. And it really was to pay homage to Peep, like you were saying, and then kind of coined the new era of letting go of nostalgic toys that just, you know, become top shelf or antique basically at this point in life. Yeah. Well, it like it was what it was another woody store, you know. Story. He like, just need to get some therapy. He needs to hook up with a toy therapist. He needs to learn to let go and let the past be the past, right? Like yeah, even I, Buzz came out in a, as a millennial style toy. Like <laughs> he's he's just part of a washed up era. He's a pull string doll that nobody wants anymore. But any, but it it it's like it was a it was a part like Toy Story One was all about change, right? It was all about because there was a hierarchy in the. To- in, it was in, more in, growing up, if anything. Yeah, it was a. It was. It was about. It was about change and re- you know and realizing to give you know giving you know like giving the like like the room to like it, it basically it's like hey give him some room to have other tastes besides just you know besides the toys that he has and it gives him yeah. a, you know and you guys they ended up becoming like co leaders in this you know in, yeah. in in the you know in in andy's room then you got the se- then you got the second one which gave you more of a story of like woody's background because he was a classic toy right we right. We, got, we got story of change and re- you know and realizing how important you are with buzz because buzz was you know buzz was under the impression that he was a real space ranger then the second one was all was all about uh you know was all about uh gr- you know growing up and and learning about more about uh about Woody's backstory. The third one was a jailbreak movie. <laughs> but once again, 
that was a you know but that was about you know that was about change and what could happen when you get when you let anger fester because the villain yeah. in that the villain in that story he didn't even give it he didn't even give it a chance he thought he was being replaced you know so that so, part was he was a care bear was he not <laughs> yeah right yeah i mean when you think about it yeah yeah yep then the fourth one the fourth one i want to like you you had um you know, Woody trying to teach Forky the importance of being a, you know, a, a importance of being a toy and what your purpose is. But Forky's still a fork. So his thing was, uh, I'm, was trash, I'm trash. Like, I'm literal trash. My purpose has been fulfilled. Right? <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. He's, he noticed he tries to commit suicide within the times. first 15, 20 minutes of his fame. <laughs> that is probably the most suicidal we'll ever see anything in Pixar ever. Agreed. He's right. trying to kill himself every turn. He's like, oh, I'm trash. Like, sadness in Inside Out wasn't as bad as this mother. <laughs> At I mean, all. yeah, I mean, yeah, like, like, uh, what, 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 like, what's his name used himself as a, as a sacrifice, but he wasn't trying to intentionally kill himself. He knew the bing bong. Oh, he's talking about my boy bing bong. He knew the risk. Like he knew, he knew what could oh. happen. He knew the risk. But if he hadn't have done it, then happiness couldn't get out. So shout out to our imaginary friend. Her name was Joy. Get it right. Joy, <laughs> pain, joy, my sunshine, bad. and but, rain. Oh, <laughs> but no, but joy, no, but that was. I think the like Pixar. Somebody made a somebody made a brilliant point. Okay. Okay. Pixar doesn't make kids movies. They make kid friendly movies. I agree. Ding 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 ding. They make kid friendly because all the messages and all those feels in every freaking Pixar film. It that that's more like an adult like that that's more like th- those messages are more like something you would you would you know you would learn as you get older. You know? Especially if you watch Soul, like exactly. last holiday movie, Soul. Facts. You know, I still haven't seen that. I'm mad at myself. You I still, still haven't, haven't seen, seen Soul? Get him, get him out of here, Tenchi. Get him out of here. All right, guys. Bye. We'll put you on a Disney Plus binge all weekend. You have homework, young man. Oh, well, you know what? You know what? This ain't this ain't Pixar, but I still have but I still haven't seen um but I but I but I but I still haven't seen um What's that? You know, it's it's probably the it's probably the it's probably the the the, the worst. That's not not, not the not the worst. It just it's just not in my. I'm I'm just not all that interested in seeing it. Huh? Oh no, never mind. Not the one I'm thinking because I know your interest in Wendell Wild, so I'm like, yeah, not the one. Well, I already saw it, so yeah. <laughs> but um, but that Puss and Boots. No, that's. <laughs> No, that's dream. That's DreamWorks. <laughs> yeah, he's now the Pixar. <laughs> huh? He's getting a third one, a third person book. Yeah, he movie. he is. They the DreamWorks did drop uh, did drop a new uh, in Boots trailer. Yeah, yeah. Um, honestly, yeah, I like I, I like the Puss in Boots franchise. You know what's funny? Like it's, that that's the only way to like keeping the Shrek franchise alive. And I'm like, how much longer before we get Shrek five? Because I mean, they were good. actually talking about rebooting shrek for reasons they're gonna reboot it i thought there was i thought mike myers was in talks for the five so now it's just gonna do another i really wouldn't doubt it like they just announced another kung fu panda i don't know 
like yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they stick with what they know. It's like, but come on, if you're gonna do it, give us a fifth track. I mean, I know the fourth one was a piece of shit, but a decade ago. But come on, redeem now, yourself with track. The fourth, the fourth one was their version of "It's a Wonderful Life." Yeah, and, it was a piece. And it and <laughs> they really didn't. They really didn't need to. I mean, it's fine. It's fine for what it is. You know, they could have stopped after yeah. three. You know, they could have stopped uh, after two, but um, we, who's they, yeah, out? no, they could have stopped. Yeah, yeah, they for real, no, they three, three was where it should have stopped. The three was it was a nice capper to the trilogy. I yeah, mean, it was. Oh, I ain't gonna doubt it. You know, the whole King Arthur. Was what like that's a, one with like, King Arthur vibes? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I still haven't seen. I still haven't seen Frozen. That's that's the what? that's what I haven't seen. <laughs> not what? even like by accident. Have you not been in like a hospital waiting room? <laughs> Do you want to make a snowman? <laughs> not where they were. Not where they were playing Frozen. They were playing other movies. Do you want to go outside uh, and play? It's been what nine years since that movie came out. You hey, you gotta love to take out memes. Word. Do you want to help me hide a body? Oh yeah. <laughs> Come oh, on, we can't on. delay. <laughs> but you know, but but this is but, but this is where I'm at. As far as DreamWorks, I have seen every How to Train Your Dragon, right? On purpose. I I have seen <laughs> I have seen every How to Train Your Dragon, including the including the TV shows that came with it, and the um and the streaming ex- exclusive shows. I have seen everything having to do with that franchise. I've seen every Shrek. Including the ho- including the holiday Shrek, right? I but but when it comes to but when it comes to Disney, I don't know. Like I, I I don't know. And I and I love my and I and I love my my you know like those classic cliche Disney princess films, you know. And I know this one kind of subverts that a little bit, but I just I had no I had no interest for years, you know. I think that's I think this is what it was. I just didn't have any interest. You know what? I just I only watched it to see what the hype was about, and I'm like, this is okay. Like it wasn't, but you know, like it wasn't geared towards me, so I guess that's why I wasn't like I wasn't so like, oh, okay, because yeah, geared. but we we can't completely say that because it's us. We what like yeah. do we do we care what demographic it's for? No, but I mean, but it's like it's not it's not for us. So that's why I was like, when it came to Frozen, I was like, okay, if it, I don't care, but it's like, it is what Technically, it is. the upcoming live it's action Little Mermaid wasn't for us, but still, there became a protest behind it. <laughs> oh, you know, no, no, they knew they knew who they were who they were advertising that for. They were advertising it to everybody, not just not not just little girls, not just people with nostalgia for the original franchise. No, it was it Disney. Disney is like. Look, the families. They wanted to show the world that black people can swim. That's it. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. I s- I'm so sorry. I saw that low-hanging fruit and had to grab it. I'm sorry. And you, had, and you had to grab it, which is why we got to bring back your show, like, ASAP. Um, yeah, I'm telling you, once I'm at least, I'm at, like, maybe 70, 80% well. Once I hit that 84, it's a fucking rap. <laughs> Let's do it. I love it. The return of Shut Up, Rick. I I hear you. I hear you. Have you have you steady steady? You're What's new. Up, you're you're new to the to the to the on the brain and Shut Up, Rick territory. Um, have you? I've sent you a couple links for Shut Up, Rick. Have you gotten a chance to listen to them? 
you know what? After the show, I'm gonna listen to. I've started to one time, but then you have to sit there and be patient. I'm just saying, bro. Like I have like a my list. It'd be like I have like a hundred shows already programmed in my head, and you're on my favorite. You're on my favorite list. I just haven't pressed play during the favorite list. You should have been listening to it. You should have been listening. I sent him some. I just sent him some random. Like I, I sent does. some random bonus episodes. I, I, I sent him. He keeps like, me loaded out the bank. Like I've been hyping you up either way, rather I listen to it or not. I love your craft. I love what you do, and um, I'm ready to work with you, bro. Ready to bring you yeah, into man, the who they want round. Once I'm telling you, once I'm at least eighty four percent, it's a fucking rap for y'all. So. <laughs> I used to do episodes like every week. That's the thing. Like I wanted to be, I, that's how consistent I was for like three years. Yep. Or two or three years, how long I was. Yep. And then this happened and I was like, okay, well, I guess we have to take a break. An unwanted break. Yeah, that's, yeah, that, that's okay. There's so many, there's so many shows out there who have taken like, made like, like long hiatus for way well, longer than you there is and i'm starting oh, yeah. to get messages from these type of people right that go hey um we saw a post about you wanting to produce podcasts or offer help with us becoming podcasters and i go um yeah you know it's one of those moments where i love what i do but at the same time i need to know like where do you structure that my whole thing is before i take you on i need to at least know do you know what you want to do with it don't just be like i just want to grab a mic and start talking don't be a podcaster. Be a blogger at that point. I mean, <laughs> like, like we, you know, that, but that's, you know, like we call ourselves hosts who rant, but that just came out of nowhere. I just, I just decided to name the, the to name the group that because it needed a name. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but are we not ranting all over the place? We open exactly up with supposed point. to be a preview so, of Elemental and now we're here. It, 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 <laughs> yeah, how did we, yeah, we, what the? This took a way harder left turn. Like, cause how do we go from elemental to whatever? We're we went down the Toy Story pipeline. Then we went to DreamWorks World. <laughs> mm-hmm. Frozen. Oh God. How to Train Your Dragon. All of that. Yep. That's DreamWorks, Pixar, exactly. All these things. Yep. And but and I, I, Sony. No, Sony doesn't. Yeah, Sony. Yeah. So, oh well, so Sony just announced. Sony just announced more Spider-Man stuff. Oh no! <laughs> Whatever show they do—that's like they want to do spin-off shows. Yeah, I know. I saw that. I saw that. See, and this That's is what's going to make all the other heroes jealous, right? Because now you're going to water down everybody else, but keep Spider-Man in some form of his original context. Because Spider-Man is what's making them money. You know what? Ever since it hit that that milestone with a hundred million in like three days, that's like. That's why Spider Man is like, oh, this is our money maker. We're da, 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 for like right. 20 something, 20. Shit, it's been 20 years since that movie. It's like being in Young Money and realizing you'll never surpass Drake and Nikki. And you question why do you still be a rapper on this label? Because then you don't get as much shine. Yes, gutter, gutter. I'm talking about you, sir. <laughs> Dang, the shade is real. Look at you. They just put. They just released a whole new Young Money cipher. I ain't even seen none of OGZ. Probably ain't even in the camp no more. <laughs> oh my god! I forgot Young G. Look, I forgot that Young Money as a collective was still active. Right, because you always see Drake and Nicki 
I don't even. I think Tiger's an affiliate now. Like I don't even think. And Wayne is, you know, he's doing everything. So I. Yeah, he just performed on stage with Two Chains last night. So I'm pretty sure they're finna secretly drop the Kylie Grove Two album probably by New Year's. Man, there's a whole other. There's a whole other rant entirely because I wanted to. I wanted to get everybody's. Uh, everybody's. Uh, opinion on what 21 savage had to say about nas but you know what we'll save we'll we'll we'll, we'll save that i'll probably make it its own thing you know what i just want to say something real quick though like the fact that that man even came out his mouth about we're there nas, kyle you might as well bring it it's there just bring it <laughs> somebody whose first album is damn near 30 years old and it's still relevant as shit meanwhile 21 savage i couldn't even pick that dude out of a fucking lineup if you had him and I don't even know who else. I'd be like, which one is the, the savage one? Is it's the one that I was going to say 21 every time. Is it the one that looks like a new crackhead? Or is it the one that looks like mid-transition crackhead? Because you got to be real specific. Damn. I don't know who this person is. I ain't going to lie. It kind of looks like Smeagol with like a mop on his head. But Dang! <laughs> no! <laughs> now you can't no, unsee that it. That is the harshest. <laughs> that is the harshest I've ever heard anybody describe. Twenty one, do your thing. Twenty one. <laughs> with a wiggle. Oh my god! I don't think I'll ever hear anybody describe that harsh <laughs> again. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, okay, guys. I think I'm gonna have to get off the call after that. I don't think I can say anything else now. <laughs> after hearing that description. Okay, oh so my. you know what I'm gonna do? You know what I'm gonna do? We're gonna take a little ad break and then we'll come back for the discussions. Oh and by the way, god. full spoilers. See you in a minute. Hey everyone, this is Captain Crunch. Shout out to On the Brain Entertainment. Great content that I love to listen to on all my favorite podcast platforms. My God. You good? You good, cuz? No, I am not, cuz that was just too good. Steady, you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Right, you can't tell me you can't unsee it in your mind. You're literally no, looking at look at 21 because they always get him in this weird up high nose rat position and never, then put Smeagol with the yeah, that I will never see that man as the, the same ever again. All I'll be like, did somebody get this nigga his precious? Obviously, Drake's going to bring it to him, right? If you've seen the TikTok memes, it's been hilarious since they dropped that album. Right? Have- <laughs> 21, do your thing, 21. Yo, somebody drew some shit was like Drake looked like the type of dude that float when he smells something good. <laughs> hey, go, I got saved. Hang on, I'm gonna send it in the, the what's called the chat, the it's the, 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 the Facebook. I ran. Yep. 
Hang on, because that shit was too funny. Let me just find it real quick. Oh, my God. That shit, that shit broke me last night. I saw it, and I was just like, oh, no. Like, I'm over here crying to myself. I was laughing that damn hard. Okay, I sent it. <laughs> I sent it. <laughs> oh, no, I got to see this. Oh, yes, you oh. do. <laughs> hey, certified lover boy. Get it? <laughs> This hold on, That'll we're going home. Funny to me. <laughs> That'll so, always be funny to me. This hold shit, on, we're going home. That <laughs> shit, I saw that yesterday, and oh, yeah, I was in my room by myself, crying with like just tears down my face because I'm like, why did this feel so accurate? I better find your pie. I better wow. find if it's cherry. A better find if it's Apple. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to eat that pie right up. Down, I'm going to eat that pie right up. <laughs> I know That'd one that window seal. <laughs> it's open. I need some pie. Call me when your window seal. <laughs> <laughs> it's open like that scene from life. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Okay. If he if he if he faints from laughing too much, then uh, there's there's nothing we can do. There's oh no. my god! Oh, I was not ready for that. Oh, motherfucker! Oh, you steady, you son of a bitch! Whoa! Oh. Whoa! Um, what uh, uh, ooh, um, what we'll talk about it after the reviews because if because if we keep going, then I'm gonna <laughs> anyway. Um. So anyway, so I figured we, uh, I, I figured we start with block with uh, the blockbuster series, okay, and then, and then we uh, work work our way to the Weird Al story because there's a lot to, there's a lot to go for both of them. Now, um, normally what we do is sometimes I will do a review bit by bit, but to make it you know, but to make it fun, we're just gonna just call this a straight up spoiler discussion. We're gonna go everywhere. Not in any particular order. We're just going to talk about the shows overall and do it complete and total spoiler style. So, so here we so here we are in in Blockbuster, the last remaining Blockbuster on Earth, and they have the they 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 have everybody like they they have it's a it's a it's a sitcom, and I wouldn't call it. Yeah, it's it's sort of it's sort of your class, you know, like your classics, your classic sitcom tropes. Sitcom is very niche. It's very yeah, it's yeah. it's a very, yeah, it's very it's very it's a very niche sitcom. Like I shouldn't say tropes, I should say types. The cut the character types they have in here, right? Like like Randall like Randall Park. He's very nostalgic about blockbuster. He's had this he's he's had this job since he was a teenager, right? 
And then somebody right. come and then and then I remember the trailer came out and they were like, okay, somebody comes to check them. I'm like, you do know that's not the flex you think it is, right? It's like I've had this job since I was like 16. Oh, no, you don't, you know this is not the flex you think it is, right? He was like, Oh, I know. I'm getting, you know, like I'm getting old. So the so you have the you have the owner. Now he is now the owner of the last blockbuster in existence, which effectively makes him a small business owner, which they because right. corporate they, corporate gives him the call and be like, look, I was holding on as long as I can. We're done here. Matter of fact, as we speak, they're liquidating everything here already at corporate. Yon yon, good luck. Yeah. Do this. And that, and, that, was, and that was cold shit. That, that was cold. <laughs> that was cold. It's but I think I think the fact that they are so th- this is very self-aware humor because they even mentioned the fact that yes, they are considered small business, they're they're considered a small business, but they started out as a big conglomerate. Exactly. So, so the irony in that is not lo- is not lost on them. Then you have JB Smooth. Hey, Percy, who is the best, who is the best friend of Randall Park's character. And they've been homeboys since now. I have a feeling I'm just going to take a wild guess and say they might hang out every so often in real life because they did have that kind of chemistry. I could really, I, I, I could believe that these two were best friends when they were younger. You know, they both That's been real. in the comedy game for a long time. So it's not that hard to believe, you know. Right. And. Then you have the the girl that the girl that they that it, that people liked in high school who became a who what was she a what was she a lawyer she went to Harvard they wouldn't stop right. mentioning the fact that she yeah. went to Harvard and right Harvard Law School she was coming out like that. yeah and, I, you know I I don't remember to be honest with you I can't remember what her profession yeah, I think was. it was but then she got into that divorce like a lot of stuff came tumbling down that I character timmy played by randall park started revealing when she was like hey hold on bro like chill you know she was kind yeah, of that like, she was that financial advisor for the team and then he was kind of you know doing his own thing when he hooked up with percy and they go down their high school college days of doing the wildest things to try to you know put together a, a block party to kind of keep blockbuster alive now that it's going to become a independent franchise and you know the only thing that was out about that was that simple fact that like JB Smooth's character, like they're supposed to be like '80s babies, right? Because the way they're talking and everything, they're they're supposed to like, they're supposed to be like if they're talking about high school was twenty something years ago, um, then they're slightly then they're slightly older than us in this universe, but not by much, not but, by much, but not by much, which is weird, yeah. Because you got to keep in mind, 20 years ago was 2002. So if they, they had to graduate in at least 98, 97, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, guys aren't that much older than, oh, I just I made myself sad. <laughs> yeah, but also, <laughs> but also look at it this way. We know for a fact, we know for a fact that these kids, that these, that these actors were kids in the 70s. Right. Yeah. They. They. No. They, I. You know what? Jake Smooth. Maybe Randall Park. I don't think he's that old. I don't. Like he's in his. He's in his early. Four, I think he's in. Yeah. He's like what in his early early to mid forties. You know what? He's, mid, he's forty eight. He's forty eight. He's forty eight. He's almost. Yeah. He's almost 50, 40, 
He's almost 50 years old. So, but. Like, oh, fuck. Hang on. <laughs> Gotta look this up. Randall Park is 48. Yeah. Yes. JB Smooth is 56. That tracks. <laughs> it do, no. That, I'm sorry. That tra- I feel like. <laughs> I don't know. Only because I feel like I've seen JB Smooth and shit since I was a kid. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Right. Right. We saw him come on the screen on the Cedric Entertainer show. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, well, you'll see that, him that, pop, that pop up in movies and shut yeah. Hey, <laughs> first time. No, first time. Yeah, that was the first time. First time I remember seeing JB Smooth that I could remember like got, that I was actually paying attention to his name, Hootie Tang. That was the first time I got. I was gonna say, I, I swear to God, I was just gonna say, I bet it's gonna be Pooty Tang. It was Pooty, yep, Pooty Tang, yep, yep. Um, <laughs> but I can tell that these two, that these two were like, you know, were good, you know, were good friends. But you know, the fact that the age thing, it bothers me, but it doesn't bother me at the same time because, well, they look young anyway. I mean, so yeah, no, that's the thing. But it's like, it's still crazy, just like the simple fact that. The way they're talking and everything, like Randall Park, okay, they very have a lot of retro uh, retrograded periods of conversations. They definitely, you know, take you back to the blockbuster era of what lingo was, you know, pretty much popping during the time of its thriving moments. It's kind of like that culture this shock. Make sure, this makes sure to let you know that they lo- they know their movies, they know what you know what era they're in, but they know that they're you know like they love blockbuster. They would they would hit right. you with a movie reference quick. Right, remember the guy yeah. that comes in opening scene about the breakup, and the guy recommends Under the Tuscan Sun, <laughs> you know, and they go through all the movies and be like, no, you want this option right here. <laughs> that was such a weird one for him too, but he it worked. Like, of all the movies, yeah, no, yeah, that's the thing. Like it, like of all the fucking movies, like Under the Tuscan Sun was the one he recommended. I'm like, of all, okay, the man's a Diane Lane fan. What can you say? <laughs> Yeah, and who can love her, right? She was like the she was the Meryl Streep of like that era after Meryl Streep. Uh, no, nah, Meryl Streep was still the era of that era. And you know what? <laughs> Leave it alone, Rick. I knew it, right? You don't compare. I can't do it, right? Meryl Streep was the golden girl. Like she's gonna stand by hustle. Like don't put her to me. I got Oscar. Does she have an Oscar? I think she does. So. But we're not here to talk Diane Land and Meryl Streep. Could deal with that blockbuster. Well, yeah, it, it's a very like. Yeah, we, I, I went weirdly defensive for Meryl Streep. Like, no, she ain't Meryl Streep, damn it. <laughs> How near? <laughs> so we talk, now we gotta we go to Blockbuster to find out. So we talked about the we talked about the uh, the lawyer, the former lawyer best friend, uh, Alisa, who uh, played by Melissa Fermero. Uh, she, I, I, I felt you know, like. I feel I felt kind of bad for her character because I'm like, yeah, she is very, very overqualified for the, you know, for for this uh, for this job. But also, she just got out of a bad divorce, but she's trying to make it. She's trying to make it work again. And mm-hmm. right. while you know, Which while broke I, my heart, right? Because you get you see Timmy realizing he's, you know, he needs her. Like they have that kind of little best friend fallout when they want no, to they won't party. they. She wanted him to kind of be more of a mature adult, and he was still living in his glory days. And then he kind of, you know, realizes, I, right, I'm gonna try to mature it up for her, get ready to confess to her. And then she go, Oh, wait, before you say that, I hooked back up with my ex. Well, <laughs> well, also think about it. It's the it's the formula. They're not gonna have him 
confess that early and then them try to do and then them try to actually be together without there being conflict you know exactly it was way you know yeah it was way too it was way too early for did he uh, mute himself and then try to explain (laughs) we're down hello yeah yeah i mean and and this was 10 episodes so there was enough to have you know to have that that you know gradually develop as the show went by but we had other characters we had other characters that very much so i i feel i feel like i love i love this cast i love this cast what i oh, this is a great cast this is a you know this, this is a great this is a great cast and i like the and i like the types like some things i was not i was not expecting like the like the per like the perky girl who's like really um like who's like really incredibly frugal because she grew up poor so, um, her name is Hannah. The, I was gonna say um, you had to be talking about Hannah's character. <laughs> yeah, Hannah. Hannah was probably my second favorite character because she was a you know, and she was just very. I, I don't know. She she was she was very sweet and chipper, but at the same but at the same time, you know, she I, I got I, I didn't expect that, huh? She got that she'll cut a bitch vibe. Yeah. Like if you she does, she does for real. Mm-hmm. She will definitely like she's very, but you know, don't cross her because if she you cross her, she'll wait in the parking lot for you at night. The <laughs> silent but deadly kind, right? Like, yeah, yeah, she's innocent, timid, kind of shy a little bit, but don't get her twisted. Yeah. She definitely is the loudest one in the room when necessary. Yep. Right. Yup. Hmm. And then uh, we got then then we got the uh, the other like one of the movie buffs up in here. Um, now I'm about to. I'm the one okay. trying to write. The one wanted to be Tarantino, right? Yeah, yeah, Quint, uh, Quentin. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I just Carlo. realized his name. Shoot, Quentin Tarantino. Oh, no, yeah. Was, no, his name wasn't Tyler Quentin, Alvarez. Was name. Yeah. It is. It's 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 just it's just hilarious. Like he was su- he was such a movie buff, but when you realize his story, and he constantly you know he, he constantly talks about movies, but also the fact that he is a you know he's a he's a son of two em- you know of two immigrants, and it's you know it's it's not always it's not always e- it's not always easy in that in the, in that um, family dynamic. I you know I can't completely understand that, but I but I've known people that have been through that, so it's it's um you know so. It, but I love, but I love how his um his love of movies is what kept him working at you know working at Blockbuster because he took his job like really seriously, you know. Right. Yep. And then you and then you have um and then you have uh Kyla, which is J J B Smooth's um J B Smooth's um daughter. daughter daughter. And while I like the I guess they had to give his, you know, the, because he is a main character. They had to give him something to, you know, something to fight for and something to help change him. Because JB Smooth's character, Percy, is like acting like a player, right? But right. he's trying to, he's trying to stay in his daughter's life. You know, you know what I mean? And part yeah. of me was, and part of me was like, and 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 pardon me for thinking this way, but I also have to say it. Did you have to make him a stereotype? Like, did you did you have to make by it? Law, by law, every third sitcom has to have that. Did you by did law. you have to make it so 
him and his daughter were having problems. I know, unfortunately, that's a common thing. In I our don't think that's a type so much is just that's what parents do. It, I know it. They I know problems. it happens. We know. We know uh, from personal experience how you know how that can happen. But you know, we, we we're not we're not. I'm not oblivious to the fact that listen that that ha- that I I know that I know that happens. But dang. To make that, but you need that though. I think it was like Rick was saying, bro. Like I think it was more of a it fit the character design. Like it wasn't so much yeah. of going stereotypical with it. It was just like if you're gonna make this a comedy series, you got to have that redemption dad trying to fix a relationship with his daughter while being best friends with the new owner of the blockbuster. So it just kind of it's kind of like that segue, just so we can have a relevant character to coexist mm-hmm. with the whole and picture. Also, you know- yeah, and you don't want his That's character. That's a good way to explain it. You don't want his character to be total uh, douchebag because I mean, his no, right? You need something so, like, sentimental that, about it. Yeah, that's that's his like character development thing. Yeah, I. That's someone that's not as much of a d bag as. He we've seen so. worse when it comes to certain sitcoms and oh, definitely. the Afrocentric characters, you know. Yeah. Yeah, no, we yeah, uh, no, we definitely we definitely have. And this um and that's also uh that also that leaves us with two with with really well according to according to the cast list, there's three, but one of them doesn't have a picture. You have two you have two more characters. So we have uh we have Connie. Um, oh, love Connie. Yeah, yeah. I no. I, 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 I. What else have I seen her in? I I feel like I've seen uh, her in a few things. Lopez. She was on huh? George Lopez. Was she on George? Was she in George Lopez? I think she was his stepmother. Oh, uh, okay. Hang on, let me look it up real quick. Yeah, look it up real quick. She was in. Talking about yourself while I'm googling. Yeah, so we have, so we, <laughs> so we have, we have uh, her character. Her character, it like she seemed like the. Yo, she was in Boomerang. She was, in Boomerang? <laughs> she was his aunt Cecilia. On, oh, okay, uh, I knew I've, I knew I had seen that face somewhere. I knew I had seen that. I knew I had seen that face somewhere. Um, right. She, her her character. Her and character she was seemed like the. The the character the character she played seemed like that older friend you have at work, you know what I mean? Like that True. that one that you know that has that you know that has that wisdom, but also you cool to hang with, you know. It's, yeah, that you one know, you just got to run to. <laughs> ex- yeah. ex- exactly, like you're in the like you you guys in the break room, like man, I cannot believe our boss said that. You know what I'm saying? And she always has something you know something helpful to you know to uh, perk your spirits up. She's a type. She's that type. She's that type of character. But she knows her movie, you know, she knows her movies too. Like everybody in here. I think oh, sorry, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead, cuz. I think she was Amy's mom on Brooklyn Nine Nine, too. I see. Yeah. You know, you know Google's really right there, bro. Yeah, I'm checking <laughs> it right now. Because I stopped looking at that. Cause yeah. she's in so much though. So like her repertoire is everywhere. So she could have been. I'm not gonna take it. But she's in everything. From Encanto to Godmother to St. George. You know, she has a very she's she got an extensive catalog. Oh, she was in in the heights. Oh, okay. 
Mr. Popper's Penguins, The Sopranos. Nobody cares about Mr. Popper's Penguins. Don't bring. Don't that do Jim. Don't do Jim like. Don't do Jim like that, bro. Even he doesn't care about that movie. Come on. True. Don't miss me with that shit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Even he doesn't. Come on, son. But what did y'all, did what did y'all think of? Uh, what did you think about her? About her character and her overall development this season. Loved it though. Like you said, she gave you that nurturing aspect. She's like that glue that keeps everybody from falling out and understands, tries to get to access everybody's problem, but she'll call you out on your BS if you have it. But at the same time, she loves her team and will do anything to contribute to the success. Exactly. Exactly. Now, you know, I can't even think of a better way to describe that. You nailed it. That you did. Yeah, you got to think when you talk about the mature characters in a, in a workspace, you're like, you need that one and you're going to get guidance. She's a mother to the younglings kind of figure. Oh, she's yeah. She's the rock like, of the store. She's yeah. the rock she is, of the store. She is, yeah. she is, she is the rock of the store. Um, I don't really think we talk too much about uh, the uh, the daughter character in 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 the, um, in this. Like, I feel like I feel like because her story is pretty much intertwined with her dad's. I f- I I feel like the um, I feel like you can't you, you got to talk you you can't talk about one but the other because they gave because every storyline they had it was about you they're know, connected. They're it was about the connection dude. between them, you know. So. But you know, I you know, but I you know, but I like her too as the um as the uh the yeah the gen the Gen Zer in the group. You know, every time I every time I start referring people by by their uh generate like generation status, I start to cringe a little bit. So I'm gonna I'm I'm because I because I I guess we do it way too much as a society now. You know, like right. oh this millennial this Gen Zer right we throw that we're we're so used to just like when you. People throw out the zodiac signs like you're really acting like you're signing now. We do that a lot. Like you're this, right, bro. Actually, yeah, that that's a good way. That's a good way to put it, bro. And I don't even put too much stake in the zodiac, mm, thing, really. But I yeah, but I get it. You equate you equate your 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 personality by what generation you're a part of, and some don't feel like they're a part of either. So it's like, you know what? I'm gonna try my best not to you know not to use that as much anymore, but. That's the kind of character she was playing. She was just playing a modern, uh, you know, like a modern, yeah. um, a, 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 a modern teenager going into a modern young adult. But she was, you know, but because of her her um, relationship with her father was getting better, but it's still rocky, you know. Right. So it it feels like like all of this felt, you know, it felt relate, you know, felt relatable to me on some degree. You know what I'm saying? So, but, but honestly, oh, and we also have to talk about that one that we also have to talk about the cheating husband played by, uh, <laughs> played by, uh, uh, Lion, Lionel Robinson, Leonard, Leonard Robinson, did he Lionel, Lionel, Leonard Robinson, remember the dude from like, Earth Island out. that's it, that's the only thing I remember the dude from. From from where? From early seasons of Wild and Out. Was he Leonard oh. Robinson? He was back when it was like red and like gray thing. Yeah, from the very early. Yeah, days. he he was in the first. Ca- okay, That's I looked at two thousand two thousand five. Wow, 
2005. I keep, you know, sometimes because, because, um, you know, I, I'll catch wow and out occasionally like clips of it. Right. Right. But, yeah. The old, you know, but the, the older version of the show is like, it, it's, it's like night and day, you know? <laughs> so quick segue, I think he just piled too many people. He piled too many comedians on like too many social media comedians. It was cool, but no, then now, like, yeah, now, yeah. yeah, it's just like, overcrowded now. It don't really, it's whatever. That's not uh, here nor there. Continue with, with. the early well, scenes of that show were hilarious. Exactly. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart used to get on there and roast this shit out of people, and that's what the format they could have stuck with, like that. Now they just yeah. try to put too much. You know, you put like we talked about it on a, on a pod last night when you put too much into your comedy routine, to where it's just like. I don't know if I'm really laughing because it was funny or I'm just laughing because of who you are as the comedian presenting. Oh, no, that's something that I never had a problem with. Like, I know why I'm laughing. You know what I'm saying? I don't just because status does not equate funny to me. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or because other people are around laughing at something, I don't automatically, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not just, oh, these people are, no. I know what's what's funny to me anyway. And if I laugh, I laugh because I think it's funny. I'm not joining the hive mind of, oh, everybody else is around me. I better laugh or else they're going to pick on me, though. Like, no. Nah, like, yeah, like, we're, we're, we're we're social creatures. And up to a certain point, we still want to try and, you know, like, fit in a little bit. But after a while, you just don't care anymore. You, you, you just, you just, just do you, you know? Whatever's funny to you is funny to you as long as you're not intentionally trying to hurt somebody. You know? I'm pointing to myself. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so we broke down we broke down some of the traits of the some of the traits of the characters. We have 10 episodes. We're not going to go through all of them. But all but but basically since this show was pretty easy to get through. Like it was a very to me it was a very easy watch. You know? Yeah, like those five nights. Why was I saying like the rough, roughly five hours of that show flew by? Yeah, like I didn't realize it was already over till they did that last episode. I'm like, that ended, and then it was like, oh, okay, now here's for you ready to watch some other shit. And I'm like, it's done. Like, right, so- I hate those moments. Like, I was like, it's done already. I'm like, oh god, this it kept it kept my attention, but also it kept, like, yeah, really? it keeps your attention. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I feel like you know what I feel like that should be part of the rating system eventually I've been saying I've been wanting to do this for a while I've been wanting to come up with my own rating system right? okay bro and I'm still writing you know I'm I'm still writing it I'm still writing it down so after we're you know after we're done after you know some time has gone by I'll you know give I'll give you guys I'll give you guys um, what I came up with and then we'll you know and we'll discuss it but right now we're just we'll just rate everything from like one to ten. I did. I did. Cool. Okay. All right. Um, but does anybody have a does anybody have a favorite episode? Definitely gonna say episode two for me. Like just right out the gate. Cause after you get that opener and you really get to see where they was going with it, that's just my opinion. I feel like two. Cause you know, you get kind of rom com nostalgia. Seeing how can they make things stay afloat, and then the fireworks that Percy like that you know the gorilla thing that made them oh. you know with 
got them enough viral views to stay relevant. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to have to agree with him on that. That might be the one for me, too. So we just mm. so... You already see these characters. Like, you don't, there's no more introductions. And you finally get to just see these characters as they right. are. Like, yeah. it goes directly into the root of the show without it being too yeah. cliche. And you go, oh, this is just another rinky-dink to- Netflix show. <laughs> yeah, you're not trying to figure out who these characters are anymore. Like, you get pretty much get a good gist of who they are in the pilot. Yeah, nobody overacted. It wasn't too cheesy. It wasn't overacted. It was like, oh, okay, I can see them as each episode come develop their chemistry more and kind of really make it a thing. Yeah, that one with the damn gorilla, that was... You know what? That might be the one... And then he got... And that was early in the season, too. That was like, what, episode two? Episode two, yeah, episode and then you know he got the suds everywhere. This is big phone party. It didn't turn it like it went everywhere that the female lead character was like it shouldn't have been in the first place. I'm just gonna step back, and then she shows up at the end to help them clean up the mess. <laughs> well, because she's still like yeah. she, you know, like she's dealing with her own, you know, she's dealing with her own issues and everything, but she's still, she's still their friend. Like absolutely. The, these are these are friends. They're not just empl- they're not just employees. You know, even though she's the closest with uh, with Randall Park's character, um, every everybody you know everybody in that store, they're friends, right? Fact. So eight point five on my rating scale. I you know what? I'd probably have to say my like either it's either the block party episode or the episode. Where um, where Quentin tries to teach, uh, try tries to you know, try try tries to uh, teach her what 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 what's her, what's her name the perky girl. um, uh, try, tries to teach Hannah not to be so so. Well, there's a level. She went from frugal to really cheap, like really 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 cheap. And like, he had a problem with that, right? Like, like treat, your, no. treat yourself. When she explain when she explains why she is the way she is, but also you know also realizes that you know I know she she knows how to save money. If you got any like if you got any money money issues, ask her because she knows how to because she knows how to say she knows how to save money. Um, but teaching her how to take care of herself and you know and treat herself every you know every so often, I felt like that was a. You know that was that was a great that was a great episode segment. That's, I think that was more of a subplot. But it was probably my it was probably one of my favorite uh, plots of the um, of the whole thing. Plus um, plus uh, the episode that the episode where where Timmy kept going back and forth to to um, look after his parents who have been divorced forever, but this but found themselves in the same retirement home. <laughs> Yeah, that was fucking wild. That was <laughs> that was a wild <laughs> story. I like <laughs> hashtag just can't let go. Exactly. <laughs> Must be <Yeah>. nice. <laughs> I yeah, like I like they're like, oh no, just arguing, arguing was how they communicated. That's 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 where that was going. That it, it that's how they communicated, but dang. Some cultures, that's where it's saying, I love you, but I hate you more. 
<laughs> Basically. Yeah, but I I personally love those two. I I I don't think they're part of the same episode to be honest cuz one cuz that cuz that episode you know, that cuz that episode was them taking inventory of everything that they had. They and um you know and and them having to put all the movies and stuff back. Um but that was that was another one of my favorite uh segments. What would you, well, we got, we got, uh, we got, um, steady's, we got steady's rating. He gives it an 8.5. What do you give it, Rick? I'm thinking somewhere, you know what? For a first season, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad at all, but Mm -hmm. there's still so much more I feel like they could have done, especially given the nicheness of it being based on the last blockbuster. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was over. It was a good. It was a good show. The five hours fucking flew by. But I would say, if anything, I'd probably give it about an eight. Because like I didn't. But it's funny when that last episode ended. I'm like, this is it already. I I want more. You want more? Please give me more of the. Yeah. You, so you like, want more? I, that's why I'm giving it an eight. Because like, it's it's not it's not perfect, but it's good enough for that. It left me. Wanting like I want a second season already, please. You right, know? <laughs> right. And I don't, I, I don't know if it, ha- I don't know if it, if it's uh, guaranteed to have one, but because it- so is that good. like everybody in the show did their part very well. They, uh, they killed it. They knocked it off the damn part. I, I, you know, it's funny because just the nicheness of it. I wanted to come back. Because the show about Blockbuster on Netflix is just still very funny to me. Yeah, because yeah. even though, even though I, I know some people like to blame Netflix for the downfall of Blockbuster, but ultimately it was their decisions that you know that you know got them to where they, like that doomed. It the really wasn't though Netflix, if I'm remembering. I thought it was Redbox. It was kind of between red. It was a, it was a, which we call it. There was a, there, there was so many, there was so many factors, not just the fact that yeah, I Netflix, know, right? and Netflix were becoming more of a thing. It was, it was because Blockbuster themselves were having trouble internally, right? They even, yeah. there was a point where Blockbuster and Netflix were going to partner, but it never happened, right? And that was, on the wait, part I'm sorry, Blockbuster. I'm- so imagine yeah imagine if that were to happen blockbuster and netflix became one entity right oh you know i remember here that's why that's why blockbuster tried doing their own netflix and failed miserably yeah they tried remember yeah they tried to do their own um movie uh rental uh, like rental mail service all that stuff and it didn't last long i remember like one or two commercials it lasted a good what was it about a year Mm -hmm. or so it wasn't very long, right? Right. Like, it wasn't long at all. Yeah. Um, and there is a doc there is a documentary on on the origin of Netflix. I wanna I wanna see. It's on it's on uh Amazon Prime right now. Um <laughs> I, I, I they just keep each other. Really? There's a documentary about Netflix on Amazon Prime. On Amazon Prime, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. How shitty is it that Netflix was like, pass? <laughs> nah, we ain't going like to talk about up- our stories. 
No, no, that's, that's like giving up your kid for adoption. Like, eh, yes. I put through all the work. I'm gonna give it up. I don't care that much. Oh about yeah, it. because the because the Netflix documentary isn't on the Netflix platform. Right. Yeah. It's like, like, how I, how it's like saying it's not a real documentary because we didn't produce it, but uh, the information that's, that's may, like may, the may not be. That's like having the origin of Disney not on Disney Plus, but on HBO Max. <laughs> Right, not have or on Paramount or something. How do you not have your documentary on your streaming service? What the fuck? Like how Hulu oh, put up that Mike Tyson show, and Mike Tyson it. was like, "Nah, bro, that ain't my life right there." That's so, where I found it. Hold on a second. No, that's not the same. That's not the same. You gonna do a documentary about something that is still very much one of the top streaming services? And they're like, nah, we don't want it. <laughs> give it, give it to Paramount Plus or whatever. <laughs> but it's about your money. company. Let them reap the benefits. They need the ratings. They need the ratings. So as they get the ratings, we get the money because now you're gonna see why you're gonna jump and subscribe more to my network. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe that. That is funny. You know what? That's you know it's a weird kind of. Uruburu thing now because it's like Netflix has a show about Blockbuster and now was it Amazon Prime has a documentary about Netflix, about Netflix right? Yeah. Now we need like, like I, but no, I don't think no, it's like, going to come full circle. circle because then it's going to be something about Amazon or Disney Plus and then <laughs> keep going around. There's going to be some. It's going to end up being some weird Uruburu. Then Apple TV be. will do something about movie gallery. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> but I but the thing is, I don't think it was a um I'm pretty sure it was and then all air in the last blockbuster. <laughs> like I'll I'll find it. I was scrolling through I was scrolling through documentaries to watch on Amazon Prime and I just happened to come across that. I was like, really? I I, right, I, really? I was I was I was kind of I was kind of surprised, but it wasn't a you know, like it wasn't a if it it wasn't like an Amazon exclusive, it just happened to be part of the That's Amazon it. Prime package, right? If it was an exclusive, then that then that would be a whole then that would, then that would be extra funny right there. Um, but yeah, ultimately, oh I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give the blockbuster series. I'm gonna probably stay with the rest of you. I'm I'm, I'm gonna probably just you know just follow the train here, um, and uh, follow the train of thought here and give it an eight. Because it did leave me wanting, it did leave me wanting more. I did like the characters. I like the storylines, um, and the, you know, in in the overall feel of it, I did make me feel nostalgic. It uh, it it accomplished its its goal. Now I wish, you know, now I'm just wishing for more. However long this goes, I hope that you know that we get more out of it. You know, right? Yep. It was I, like I said, I hope. Like- I don't know what the numbers are for the first season. I hope it did well because I genuinely enjoyed this show. I'm hoping it comes back for a couple more seasons at least. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't one know how I much. Find, I one am. thing I find interesting about it is they 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 equate their rate their, like their rating system to how many subscribers they get after something new drops. So it's... That don't make no damn sense. I don't... 
like they they're like okay so how many you know how, how many new subscribers is this special or something bringing in you know because they because they're not going to give us the actual data not not like not like a not not like a nelson rating or anything like that right so right so that's but that's what i can yeah that's what i can grasp from it is the reason why a lot of these shows from netflix have been going hi bye you know is because they're not yeah. they're not bringing in the subscriber numbers that they're asking for so but it's like regardless if you have all they have b- probably a billion subscribers at this point it's like if if they have a billion subscribers and your new show gets at like a hundred million views, like clearly people are liking it. Not everybody's gonna watch the same thing, but if you get those type of numbers that no other network gets, you gotta at least respect that much. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I hear right. you. I hear you. But they're not top dog anymore. Because of Hulu. No, Hulu. well, close, close. Close. Because of the mouse that has 70% stake in Hulu. That's why I said, oh, yeah. Disney Disney is living to the name even long after Walt's grave. Disney Plus has taken the throne from Netflix. Netflix is still still there, but it's not not top dog because Netflix, number one, went up to like 16, is like 16, almost 16 bucks a month. And they're about to start a um, and and they're about to start a brand uh, uh, um the the ad tier if they haven't started it already. Oh wait, yeah, wait I bro! I just got an alert that Disney Plus is about to go up to like fourteen dollars next month. Well, that's the bundle. Uh, it, that's the wait, bundle. I, I think I, I just do paid have... six, right? So if you, you got the six, I paid nine dollars and four cents. Somewhere yeah, if you if, if if you are if, if you're if you have the bundle, you just said nine dollars. You had to ride round up that four cents, but we believe. Not to mention, not to mention, Netflix <laughs> is cracking down on 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 profile sharing, so they're gonna right? charge you for every profile you have. Well, cuz I'll talk to you a couple bucks. Don't I know. Worry about it. I know. <laughs> I know. But, <laughs> like I know. You won't. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna hit you with it as soon as it hit my inbox. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna screenshot it and send it to you and let you know if you want to continue watching this. Well, I beat him to it because he knew I'm. He knows I'm kind of good for it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. See, I have a check-in and a savings, and sometimes I have to. No, no, I'm kidding. But <laughs> see the way my check-ins are set up. No. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't finish that joke right, even if I tried. <laughs> but you, you, all right, you, you did your best. Yeah, so ultimately, I think we give it. I think we give it a pretty fair uh, review. Give it about it. Give it about an eight altogether. So right, damn show. Like I genuinely want to come, want this to come back. Right. I, I just, like because you know what it gave. It gives a feel too of like regular network sitcoms. Mm. Yeah, like and, like there's hope in the threshold of what you could bring back and really play with more. Hmm. Well, let like, us know. I, I, she... I want to see them. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yep. I want to see what else they do with this, with this premise, with this very niche premise. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I guess they Like, yeah, I want to see what else they can do with this. So I hope it comes back for multiple seasons. Imagine it opening the door for like Toys R Us and Payless or something. What if this becomes? <laughs> like, if this becomes a, if this becomes a like a new niche genre. Like, right, <laughs> retro shows coming back with stores that went out of business 
<laughs> you see how they thrive. No, this is the thing. There is an actual last blockbuster. I don't think there's a last Toys R Us or a no, last because Toys R Us kind of came back, but in short bursts. They was talking about coming back, but in a different way. I think they came back. Never on... I never understood why they left in the first fucking place. Amazon. Oh, no. here is the. Oh, you know what the. Uh, you know what the name of the. Uh, you know what the name of the documentary is. I'm so sick of with the with the shame plugs for documentaries for everything. Okay, the, documentary, the documentary came up. It came out in 2020, right? And it's called Netflix versus the World. Oh, okay, okay. We was back on that documentary. I thought you was going to say there's a documentary about Toys R Us now. Oh, there probably is. What? Look, look, there probably is, or somebody's working on it. There, there probably either is out there, or somebody's working on it. Working on what? A Scott Pilgrim sequel? Oh well, and not a no, not a sequel, but an animated series. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah that's happening. I want to say that I first heard about that happening. Yeah. Yep. 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 But yeah, that's the that's the name of the Netflix documentary: Netflix versus the World. So if anybody out there has seen uh, Blockbuster or Netflix versus the world, let us know what let us know what you think. You can catch us anywhere. You can catch us anywhere and everywhere on every platform. Now, before we go, we got to we got to give a shout out to the king himself, Weird Al Yankovic, with his new movie starring Daniel Radcliffe, Weird, the right <laughs> perfect damn casting, honestly. Oh my god. Um, so at first, like, okay, if you didn't know this was partly joking when you go in, like I knew from the trailer that it had to be a you know that that it was going to be a parody. I knew I knew from the trailer. Yeah, it's a, that's exactly what it is, because he's definitely parodying what every other serious biopic does in this. Right. With right. like out the gate doing it, out the gate. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Took me for a loop. Yeah, it it was really like I, like they did say that he did say in interviews that there are there is some truth to you know to certain scenes, but but oh, yeah, of course. But this is this is like if Walk Hard was based on exactly, the exactly. But yeah, it's a very like it's a very it's funny throughout. Like there was never a time, and I might be piggybacking off of somebody else's, you know, critique of this. But at the same time, there was never a time while watching this movie that I wanted to take a break. There was never there. there was yeah, never, it kept you engaged. I can honestly say it was very engaged. Yeah, no, the only times I, no, I'm sorry, no, I'm, no, go ahead, no, go ahead. The only times like I stopped was when I had to go to the bathroom. That right. Was it. Right. It it was it was funny it was funny throughout this this made me there was this one made me laugh and all and 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 also if you don't know it's a joke by reading the the opening credits a funny or die production right right because this is because this is kind of based off of that skit from Funny or Die from like I don't know when that Years came out yeah but. It's 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 really it's really funny. Now now when Daniel Radcliffe was cast as Weird Al, I was a little taken aback. I ain't gonna lie. But Daniel well, Radcliffe. Expected, like, hmm? Daniel Radcliffe. He. Oh, I'm sorry. No. 
no, no, go ahead, guys. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's because Daniel Radcliffe, he's still very much associated with this character he hasn't played in over a fucking decade. You know what I'm saying? So it's like people, they like to see him in like branch out, but they're still like, oh, that's Harry Potter. And seeing yeah, him in this, just like, okay. He takes, you know what I'm saying? Like, like Daniel Radcliffe, when he chooses a role, he chooses a he, role based on cha- like based on challenges. Like he was anybody ever seen yeah, exactly. Man? If you've seen anything he's done since Harry Potter, this man does not. He don't. Yes, he, he don't play around. I love that movie that where he's one, trying to escape from prison. Uh, I don't know which one you're talking. There's one like where he's trying to escape from prison, and he makes he has to like every day he's like carve. He become tries to carve this key and learns the prison system. I forgot what it's called. I think oh, it's called the escape or something, the escapee or something like that. I think the yeah. first check that out. the first movie I saw of Daniel Radcliffe post Harry Potter was an indie film called What If, right? Okay. Where he plays the rom- a romantic lead of someone who had uh, uh, you know and ends up you know befriending a befriending a woman who has a you know who has a boyfriend at the time and and they're and they're going back of the like the will they won't they it was your typical right it was your it was your typical I know what you're talking about I think I've seen that right I think I've seen that and wait hang on I know I've seen that I'm sorry keep talking I'm gonna real quick and it (laughs) definitely you know it it was definitely it was it was on the other night it was on a few nights ago I was on Pluto and it happened to be and it happened to be playing so I watched a little bit of it and I'm like yeah, this is actually okay, you know, because I because I watch a lot of I watch a lot of the sappy stuff, so this appeals to me immediately. Plus, I have no right. Yeah, I've, oh. seen, I've seen it. I've seen that movie. Adam Driver's in it too. I've seen it. It's pretty, pretty wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it really um, you know, like he he does not want to box himself in. Like any actor does not want to like. Oh no! You know, like I said, every. Done every role that man has done since Harry Potter ended is showing his range to a degree. Yeah, I totally agree. Yep, and like especially like, you ever see that movie he did called was it Horns? Horns? Yeah, I yeah. know about it. I've never I've never seen it. Okay, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but it's it's definitely it's a it's a good one. Like the kid has got range. I'll tell you that shit. I'll tell you that right. Oh, now. absolutely. Uh. Oh, there, uh, I'm looking at his. I'm looking at his filmography right now. Oh, oh, is that okay? I steady. I think I found the one you were talking about. Um, is it? Uh, it's escape. It's escape from. Uh, Pretoria. Pretoria. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, escape from Pretoria. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right next. Right next to that is. Uh, right next to that is the woman. In, is the woman in black. That's the one. That's the one I saw previews for, but I never, but I never watched. Um, you know, I, I didn't, I couldn't get into that. I didn't. Eh. Yeah, it, I like, saw something that was like, eh, I couldn't, I couldn't get into that movie. Different strokes for different folks. There's, it, um, mm-hmm. there's a, it, it, it's a very like he has a very diverse. He was also in Now You See Me Too. Okay. Yeah, right. he, was the, he was Michael Caine's son's uh, character's son from the first one. Yeah, I think he was. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. I'm looking, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at his, I'm looking at a lot of his, uh, a lot of his stuff right now. And I, have oh, you seen, have you seen Swiss Army Man? Say that again? Have either of you seen, have, have either of you seen Swiss Army Man? Um, nope. I know about it. I want to see it. How is it? Teddy, how about you? Have you seen it? No, bro. I haven't seen that one. Okay. You know, I don't even want to spoil shit, but it's just, if you get a chance to watch Swiss Army Man, it's, 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 it's a trippy ass. It's not trippy ass. It's just like the concept is wild. It and he was recently in uh, Lost City with Sandra Bullock. Yeah, the one with her and uh, Channing Tatum. He and was like Channing the villain. Tatum, of yeah. Mm-hmm. But when he got, but when he got cast as Weird Al, um, until I saw the pictures of him in the wig and the mustache, I was a little skeptical. Right. Yeah. Then when I saw the, then when I saw the first photo, I'm like. Okay, okay. He was spot on, though. He was, he was very. It was on. no. It was it was it was pretty spot on of like nineteen eighties weird L with all the curly hair and the glasses and everything. Yeah, yeah. Mustache. Yeah, and weird L himself give you know weird L himself being in the movie is, is hilarious. Um, yeah, he was gonna give himself a cameo in it. There was no way he wasn't having a cameo in it. I didn't think he was going to play. <laughs> I didn't think he was gonna give himself that particular cameo, you know what I'm saying? But I still dug it. Yeah, yeah. Him being the him being a, a record executive with the attitude. Yeah, I wasn't expe- I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. I wasn't I was not expecting that. But the biggest yeah. I think the biggest things about the about this movie was obviously number one the the you know the the way that they featured the songs, you know, and yeah. they. And, and they did it in such a comedic way, like, oh, this is how, you know, this one happened. And this is how this one happened. Fried, but, you know, everything from Fly Bologna to uh, um, to um, another one, Ride the Bus, which, I, <laughs> which. And another one, right. And another one, rides, And another one, rides the bus. My <laughs> so favorite is how some of the other songs, came, uh, his songs came first and then other songs came after. And other oh, songs came after. Michael Jackson eat it versus beat it. <laughs> they had to give him the they had to give him the funny douchey um kind of attitude. Like he's the type of he, he like he, his his ego was so inflated that he wears platinum that he wears platinum record medallions. Like that right. shit was too. Funny. <laughs> that was too funny. Like what the heck, man? I know, I know he's not like that. I know that he's that, he, that he's not like that at all. Yeah, but no, very much an exaggerated version of what I what I imagine where else like in real life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. I, feel, I think, like you say, it's a parody within the parody of the parody yeah. king with the but with the behind like, the music honestly, treatment. We don't know. Yeah, like who's to really know because nobody other than his wife. Really, no kind of, if you look out. at it from a different perspective, it was kind of like his conflict of when I was doing these songs, artists did kind of have beef with me for just doing my thing of being basically paying homage, but in my comedic way of the way I was doing you things. Know, like, that's the thing, like, even to this day, that man, he gets permission from artists if he wants to do it. He won't just go behind their back and be like, I'm going to do it anyway. Like if he yeah, that whole it, like, Coolio thing kind of messed him up. <laughs> well, because you know what? No, that's, yeah, that's some bullshit because it's like 
Coolio, he got permission from Coolio and his people. But Coolio refugees, you know, he's got he had one of the drama for whatever reason. But I know he that they he made didn't it up like the, he, he just had. didn't like the song. He thought the song was too corny and he was gonna it it like he wasn't expecting he wasn't expecting that like that type of song on you know under you know over his beat. So I think that I think that's I think that's what it was. He still got permission to do it. Like when especially you know what like that was early in his career too. So it's like yeah. when weird out that you know you he wants he wants your song is good enough for him to parody. Take the fuck you know that's an honor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, okay. Case in point. Case in point. Case in point. Eminem gave permission to do "Lose Yourself." Only stipulation was that he was like, "I don't want a video for it." He doesn't want a video. He doesn't want a video for it. Yeah. That was the only thing. Still gave permission to do the song called "Couch Potato." Look it up. You get a chance. But yeah, like, it's a dope. It, 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 it's a dope song. It's a dope song. Um, oh, go ahead. Like no video because the song does end of the day mean a lot to him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it means a lot. He won him a fucking Oscar for it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and random and random piece of information. Uh, Eminem produced that beat for lose for lose yourself. For yeah, isn't it just for wait for couch potato or lose yourself? Lose Eminem produced Eminem produced the the lose yourself beat. Oh yeah, I'm not surprised. You know what? For some reason, I was thinking like I'm about to say, but that's the same beat for the Weird Al. You know, yeah. I, I, I I confused <laughs> for a second. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that's cool. It's a random piece of information it has nothing to do with the review, but but um, I just thought that was cool because I don't think Eminem gets enough credit as a producer. You know? Yeah, you know he really does because he's more known for his for his rhymes and anything else. Yeah, but you know, like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But getting back to but getting it's so back crazy to the simple fact that that man and he's you know what's crazy like he's coming up on twenty years of being an Academy Award winner. Yep. Because it just falls on me that fucking Eight Mile is twenty years old. Twenty years old. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> yep. Still old yet? Still old yet, guys? <laughs> no, a little bit, a little bit. But getting back. To, me, <laughs> but getting back to getting back to Weird Al, like <laughs> they did, you know, like. He he had said that um, speaking of it being an you know speaking of it being an honor for people to get parodied parodied by him because they they would see a bump in sales after the parody came out, right? Right. And and even so much so that band members of Nirvana like during the uh during during that you know vi- that video right he they were like look can you can I can I parody the song you're like yeah but I got to play guitar on it like. Yeah, I gotta yeah, be. In the, I gotta like, be on the video. People wanted to have yeah. fun. People, people, That's people, exactly. people wanted to have fun playing where you know, playing weird out. But I also don't think that. And I and and I know that this this you know this movie focused on the parodies, right? It focused on the yeah. parodies. It focused on his his relationship with his with his parents. Which, if you like, like I said at the beginning, if you didn't know that this was fake, listen to the lines. When they're talking about, oh, we just want you to give up on your dreams and work at a factory, you know, right? There was no development on that part. Stop being you, and uh, then Madonna instantly falling madly in love with him, right? Well, you knew she had an agenda. Like this, this hyped up version of Madonna had an agenda. She was, she just wanted, she just wanted that, uh, 
that uh weird that weird owl bump, you know? Right. That 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 that's that's it. She's like, okay, I'm gonna and then what and then what does she do? She becomes the villain, you know? Yeah. She becomes the villain. Now spiral. <laughs> exactly. They gave him the behind the music tree. Like, like when you when you would hear oh, like they, yes, that, you are so right. Yeah. They gave him the behind the music treatment in the in the in this film. Literally. <laughs> you either you either had uh abusive ab- abusive parents, which some rock stars had, you had success, but you were never happy. You had a drug, you had a drug problem, right? Or right, which point they did make him like he was just this alcoholic beard off the road. You had a girlfriend, you had a girlfriend who was bad for you, or tried to take advantage of you, or left you which because of your, <laughs> you know. Yep, they captured all that in this film, they, ladies they, and gentlemen. They, put, they got all they got all of that in there. They got check it out on Roku that. TV app. Ru- Here's okay. how he essentially is parodying biofilm bioflix with his yes. his own story. Yeah. And that's the beautiful thing. Only he could I can't say only he could do it, but he's done it in such a way that I felt like it though you said it right. Let's not take it away. Because it's the he's technically crowned the king of parody. So like what even if he was to, you know, die by the end of this year, I'm not wishing death on a man. But to have that, that movie like centered <laughs> have that movie centered as the parody of all parody films. I you can't hold a candle to that now. No, you can't. It's and um I know we were all flipping out during that during that pool party scene. I knew we were I, I know we were all flipping out because that oh, yeah. pool party scene was oh my god, that was the best because one my favorite comedian is in it. He's the one that parodied Gallagher, mm-hmm. which I thought was fucking Bob oh, and by, and, and, and by the way, R.I.P. Gallagher. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. And then uh, Jack Black as Wolfman Jack was like, okay, well done. And then everybody else, they had period, period, other people. I'm like, this is brilliant. Just that iconic <laughs> scene itself, because you look around brilliant. and they're so spot they on. Have, you don't even know if they had they the had actual person the playing themselves still. <laughs> yeah. Now, they had two of the low. Island guys in there. One of them was Pee Wee Herman. The other one was uh, I can't remember who the other one played. Now, hang on one second. Mm-hmm. But ha- like the only person, the only person from Lonely Island that wasn't in that was Andy Samberg. Really? The other two Lonely Island guys, yeah, the other two Lonely Island guys, Yorma and Akiva, they were in that movie. They were shit. Talk amongst yourselves while I look this up real quick. Yeah, no, I can't remember who. Yeah, good. Yeah, no, good one, of them, one of them was Pete Herman. One of them was Pete Herman. I can't remember who the other one was. So, mm-hmm. I, 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 I feel like, I feel like the, like that, 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 that scene was just, you know, was just like fun. Like, I, I feel like people might have picked who they wanted to play because that's what it. That's what. It <laughs> yeah, that's what it felt like that dress up scene. Oh, I want to be this iconic person. Oh, I want to be that. Oh yeah, especially uh, fucking Conan, Conan O'Brien as Andy Warhol. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. Um, Yorma Tacone, he was the one, one that's one of the other Lonely Island guys. He was Steve Herman. And the other one, Akiva, the other ones that aren't Andy Sandberg, the other one, he was Alice Cooper. Ah. And then. Yeah, yeah, with the Dimitri, snake. Yeah, Dimitri Martin was Tiny Tim. 
the David Deathmockey. Um, I don't know who that is. The, the guy that was from the guy from Ant Man that had the accent. He was uh, John Jeek and one of the guys from Queen. I think it was. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. Then, was, oh yeah, yeah, the drum, the yeah, the, uh, the, the bass guitar. Nobody knows. Yeah, is it yeah. the bass guitar player? Yeah, but it's uh. Yeah, and then Owen O'Brien and Andy Warhol was okay. Well done, guys. <laughs> now I did hear because remember he rejected the Live Aid thing. I did hear that in real life he did play with them at Live Aid. I don't remember. Yeah, well. I don't think any of us were alive during Live Aid, so. But he didn't. If he played, if you, you you're talking about he played on stage with Queen during Live Aid, that didn't happen. Did that not happen? That did not happen. Yeah, Freddie Mercury had his moment. Freddie Mercury was already a diva enough by himself. Freddie Mercury wasn't letting <laughs> nobody else come on with him. <laughs> yeah, well, I I, I heard uh, the, the little subtle cameo from Lin Manuel Miranda for whatever reason. Uh, As the doctor in the beginning. That's right. funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it 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 the fact that this was this was on like online for free on just 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 out the gate from Ro- this is a Roku original. Right? Right. Hang on, I'll down for one second. Keep yep. talking, I can hear you. Yeah, the fact that this was a Roku original was funny, like was funny enough because I'm like, but I would watch. I would watch this on the big screen. I'd pay my. I'd pay my to see this. You know, I definitely I, I, would pay money. I would. I would have paid money. I would pay money to see this. I know I'm one person, but I would have paid money to see this. But thank you for you know for having it out for you know for free. I don't normally go on Roku, you know, for for much except for like the stuff that used to be on Quibi. <laughs> but right. But uh, I appre- but I appreciate that this was free. But it was funny how um, did anybody else see that report that he that he said for those who did not do not have access to Quibi, he's okay with them just pirating the film. Uh, no, nah. good. good to know. Eyes are right now. For those who didn't have Roku access, he was all right with them pir- pirating the film because it was because they put it out for free anyway. Anyway, so right, as long as you see it, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. It's now it I now I know that we like the whole the whole movie itself had like I think the mo- the most unexpected thing was uh was him basically being a uh, you know like you know him ba- basically going to the you know, going to ju- going to the jungle to fight freaking um, yeah no who, oh pop oh Escobar yeah that, yeah that I was too car- it was a little bit far fetched but for comedy oh, purposes it was great this whole thing was like <laughs> oh, I know so unnecessary but it was it was so good it was completely it was completely unnecessary <laughs> oh I for- almost forgot all about that. That was so damn good. Uh, that's something that really tickled me. What the the fact that he did, or the gunplay, or the fact that, that took over afterwards? What everything, bro? It was so left field. That's why. 
I want to know, like, I want to know Madonna's uh, reaction to. Uh, That's what I'm waiting on myself, I, 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 right? Because I, like, because I, I know they're, I know they're friends, so I just want to know what like her reaction was after if, if she's if she's seen this film. <laughs> oh, I bet she definitely had a good reaction to it. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't yeah. doubt that for a second, like her being like, like she probably laughed. I wouldn't be surprised if she had some say in the fact of like Evan Rachel Wood playing. Her. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But you know that she's been working on her bio, her damn biopic. We're, we're like four years. I'm surprised she hasn't gotten one already with the career she's had. Because we're, like I said, we're four years away from a Madonna Madonna biopic. Four years at best. I I'm bet. I I'm very surprised she hasn't even gotten a, like an unorthodox, like an unorthodox, an un um authorized one on like Lifetime. Right, yeah. Yeah. Lifetime a VH1. Yeah. How hasn't she gotten a VH1 one? I don't I know. Like everybody got one. TLC no, got a VH1 one, one, and that was good. That was like really. That it was like it was like got some sort of biopic. Yeah. VH1. She got. I. I, I, I believe. I'm. 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 I'm very. I'm very. Um. I'm very surprised. You know. You know who's about. You know who's about to get a biopic though. Whitney Houston. Don't say Whitney Houston. Oh, word. Okay, everybody knows. I was gonna. I, I was about. <laughs> I was about <laughs> you thought you was gonna sneak that in. We yeah, already knew. Uh, yeah, no, I, have, I was about. Uh, but no, let me let me let me check let me check something real quick because I know there's something. Oh, wait, there is a Madonna. Hang on, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is there is there one? Yeah, there's, a, there's one coming. Oh wait, because uh, the the Julia. Gunn she hasn't was, been sacrificed yet, so it's not coming until after somewhere. <laughs> Somebody has There's one coming. There's one on the way. Apparently, okay. Oh yeah, he's sucking oh, the soul out of relevant artists right now. And also Snoop, Snoop Dogg. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, the Hughes brothers are directing that, right? Man, I, like just one thing I ask for whoever is playing Snoop Dogg. Nothing against the dude who played him in Straight Outta Compton, but he looked nothing like Snoop. Right? Nothing. Yeah, he looked nothing like Snoop. Absolutely all. nothing. He had the he got the impression down, but that's it. That's it. The dude that looked the dude that the dude that they had playing Tupac for that, you know, for that few seconds, he looked just like freaking Tupac. <laughs> and straight out of Compton. But man matter of fact, I think they got the same dude from all eyes on me to play him in that role. I'm not I think it might have been a different guy though. I could be wrong, but I but I think it was a different guy. I don't know. I'm trying to think in my mind, you know, sometimes they do change about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a step above Anthony Mackie's notorious portrayal of you. Fucking beat me to it, son of a bitch. You beat me. <laughs> Never try that you movie beat me again. To it. Hey, they tried. Why but... did they try though? That's the thing. Thank you. Why? It's a why. I don't know. There's no need. Like, there's no need for any of these films. But I'm glad they. But I'm glad for certain. For certain ones that they exist. You know, I'm. But but I. But honestly, for a you know like a parody biopic with some truth sprinkled in, like Weird Al's got this. This is a definite recommendation, right? I would. Yeah. I would. I would definitely recommend. Oh yeah, this that's to, a given. Like, 
Yeah. Because you know the thing is, it's like I don't know anybody that doesn't like Weird Al. Not saying that they don't exist, but me personally, I don't know anybody that doesn't like Weird Al. You know what I'm saying? Right. Most of like I I I can name one person in my circle of friends that doesn't really care for him, but they don't like parody, right? So like Ooh. like comedy is not really their thing. So it's what? or at least or at least not that kind of comedy. You know, they prefer they they prefer. Who is this? Do I know this person? Huh? Do I know this person? Not really. No. I think it matters once, like but that's comedy. it. Yeah, it's not that they don't like comedy; they just don't like Weird Al's brand of comedy. Well, they don't like parody. Yeah, they they'd rather do it with you know they they'd rather uh you know they rather the original songs. I think you know maybe they have either I don't know maybe they haven't listened enough to them or they just don't care for them. It's all right, but but I got a but I got a question. I know that when people talk Weird Al, they talk about his parodies. They talk about his, you know, his his uh, his polka melodies, which are always like on point. Um, but yeah. what do you have a fa- what's your favorite Weird Al original song? Hmm. I don't think I know enough to know any of his like just original songs all i really know are his parodies oh all right well um my yeah my favorite ori- original weird Al song is called that's your horoscope for today that's what you it's a it's a song it's a it's a song where he gives you the wor- like like the worst horoscope predictions. Right? Okay. Like the like the 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 literal first line is um is uh Aquarius. There's trouble in your future when your tongue freezes to a back of a speeding bus. Fill that hole in your pathetic <laughs> life by playing whack-a-mole 17 hours a day. Pisces. Try to avoid any Virgil or any Virgils or Leos with the Ebola virus. You are the true lord of the dance, no matter what those idiots at work say. It literally says that. <laughs> that's that's good. I like that. It's 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 freaking it's freaking hilarious. I I have certain I I have because I've listened to it so many times. The first time first time I the first time I heard it. Um, the first time I heard it was actually, I was watching an anime, I was watching an AMV, right? I had downloaded an AMV off of, um, I want to say, I want to say LimeWire or BearShare or one of those, you know, one of those things from early 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it was like, oh, wait, wait, what is this? Like, cause one of my favorite, one of my favorite anime, one of my favorite manga that I was collecting at the time was Love Hina. Right. And I had just seen. I had just seen a few episodes of uh, of the show, right? And I saw Love Hina AMV. I'm like, what? You know, like, what is this, right? So I found it. So I found it on a sharing site, and then I found it again on YouTube. And it's that's that's how I and that's how I know about the song. But this is before I knew that he did original music. I thought a lot of his discography was just parodies, right? 
But no, he's got a he's got a nice catalog of original stuff too. Yeah, uh, I got. Like, I'm not surprised, but like I kind of am. I mean, this man's been in the business for almost forty some years, almost forty years. Like I'm not surprised that he has original songs. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he, he does. does everybody, yeah. he's well, he's the only one that really get pushed in the forefront. You know, right? Yeah. And he also does stuff for TV too. So it's it's um I and I oh man, I miss an opportunity to see him live. I miss an opportunity. I see you shaking your head. I I I miss an opportunity to see him live. Do you but do you know but you know the, the kicker? What's the kicker, bro? Give us the kicker. He was in my hometown. It was meant for you to miss oh, that. Oh, he was in Waterbury? He was in Waterbury at the Palace. Yeah, no, I, I remember that. I was mad about that. I couldn't go to that. He was I in Waterbury that. at I the Palace. I think it was 20, what was it 2017, 2016, 2017? I don't know. But I want to say 16. Don't quote me, though. But it was a bit like I didn't know until he until I had seen something that he had posted and it said Waterbury, Connecticut, Palace Theater. You must yeah, whip it. I remember that. What? I was so <laughs> mad. I was so mad at myself because I have seen a couple shows at the Palace I Theater. Think I, tried to get, I think I tried to get tickets for that. No, I think about it. Think about it. You sure? Yeah. Wanted to get tickets. No, see. Right. No, because you and I will definitely go to a concert one of these days. Because so many people. Hey, 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 don't kick me out of the wheel circuit. Well, because so many people that we follow. <laughs> So many people that we follow do shows close to us, and some of them have oh, actually so by, done by that by that dynamic. Okay, I see how you know goes. that. You know, yeah. no, that's it. No, dude, if it, look steady, if you if you were at least close to the same state, we'd be like, look, we got a plan, we got a plan of outing, man. You you ought to wait. You and you in Florida, bro. So like, if only I can have instant transmission like Goku, right? That would now. be so. <laughs> yeah, do you know how you know how, <laughs> how much how much time and money that would save? If we could just, if, if we could just like, transport ourselves. Hold on, hold on. Oh, I'm, picking up on, I'm, <laughs> I'm picking up on Rick's energy right now. Don't change. Focus. <laughs> What's up? No, can I just say, I'm sorry. When you announced you lived in Florida, I'm sorry, but you simply kind of like ruined Florida for me. He's not. Because no, there's no. a part when they talk. Huh? He's not, no, Florida, a part in he's not Florida man. He's just a Florida man. No, 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 no. no not that, no. There's an episode of the Simpsons where they make they say something about going there or whatnot, and Homer is like, Florida, that's America's way. And I'm like, oh, that, that is ruined it's definitely not what it used to be anymore, right? <laughs> but all in all, I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna come up again, give it a nine. You gonna give it a, I'm gonna give it a nine. You want to give it a nine? Just for it being the weird, just because this weird, weird Al and all his glory of parody, parody kingdomness. Yeah, yeah, uh, it, yeah. Because you know what? Only weird Al could parody biopics about him, like not, about not himself. Parody biopics. Yeah, he could pull off parodying his own biopic. You know what I'm saying? Right. There was no backlash. There wasn't nobody trying to hit for lawsuits for miss representation of characters it was kind of like it shows you how cool he is with people in society now and he killed himself at the (laughs) 
Right. He kills himself at the end. Who? All right. Oh. And that long friggin' end credit credit sequence. Like those the longest thing about this movie were the credits. Exactly. He gave he gave you everything that we <laughs> we already know and love. So Yeah. That if that wraps yeah, up our whole school rant for the evening. Oh, Rick got more to add. Yeah, Rick, I got eight o'clock. I'm trying to rest before I make it eight o'clock. I know, I, I got you, man. I gotta eat. Um, but yeah, so Pat, what do you uh Rick, what do you give uh what 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 do you give what do you give this movie? I'm giving it a ten. I like it that much. Yeah. So Rick trumps us now. He trumps us. Oh wait, you haven't cast your vote. Duck duck dumb. What are you going? You know what? Go ahead, like I said, I've, been, I've been a weird out there since I was little, and like the man has never not made never that. not doubted us exactly. He's a so weird out. If you're listening to this, I would like an interview, dude. <laughs> no, for, for no, look, manifest that, man. Manifest that. Seriously, yeah, I just want to meet you, dude. I want to meet you, man. I want to. I want to meet him. I want to talk. I want to talk to him. I just want to. I just want to hang with him. Yeah. Thank you for making this bearable for me, bro. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 no, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a solid ten. It entertained me all throughout. The perform the performances were great, and it. Yeah, like uh, I will definitely watch this. I see myself watching it. Watch it again. Times. Yeah. It's, it's definitely it's worth a rewatch. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Yeah, because there's just. So much that I'm like I'm glad that he did, and I'm glad that there's certain things of his life that he left out. Right. You know, because we don't need to know everything about him and other shit. You know what I'm saying? So I'm glad that there's things that he left out of his out of his biopic. You know, he kept yeah, the like life the whole time. He didn't do the Howard Stern thing, right? Not at all. Even though I do like the Howard Stern uh, biopic private private parts. <laughs> That was that is a good was a good damn biopic. It really is. Even though the first time first time I saw it was the edited version on TV, so they would stop the uh, they would was, stop the movie every so like three minutes. They would stop the movie within the movie and say, "Buy the video." <laughs> <laughs> About to say it was all five minutes long, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, you know what? We got a solid nine. Two tens out of this movie. We we I think we are unanimous. We would definitely uh, recommend that, recommend watching the the um, weird the weird L story on Roku like right now. Let your friend you know let your friends know and check out some you know and check out more of um of um weirdos you know weirdos music original and parody. It's great you know it's some great stuff you know. Yeah, the, the dude has been consistently charting for nearly 40 years he's not gonna stop until he can't anymore you know what i'm saying no and he like he, he took a break um after his last album came out and he took a break from like making full out al- you know like making full albums but he had still been producing music right so yeah. it, it's, <laughs> not to mention if you look at the soundtrack for the weird al story he did re-recordings of some of his classics Yep, it's it, it's a fun time. 
But let us know what y'all think of the movie. You know, what you think of these uh, of these review of these reviews, Blockbuster and the Weird Al story. What do you think of the pot? You know, what do you think of the podcast overall? Are you having fun with some hosts who love to rant? And uh, we will catch y'all. We will catch you on the newest episode of On the Brain. Peace, love, and never be normal. Oh, no. Never mind. <laughs> All right. And we...